שפכי, אוי שפכי, כמים ליבך, נויכך, נויכך, פני אשר. שפכי, אוי שפכי, כמים ליבך, נויכך, נויכך, פני אשר. Hello and welcome to Praying on Purpose. Today is Shavasa Batamuz, a fast day in which we begin the period known as the three weeks, the period of the Bena Matsarim, in which we focus intensively over the course of the next three weeks on the events surrounding the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash. Shavasa Batamuz is a day in which we commemorate five separate events that happened on this day. It was on this day, on Shavasa Batamuz, that Moshe descended from Harsinai with the Luchos Rishonos and broke them as a response to the Cheda Egel, the sin of the golden calf. It was on this day that the Karban Tamid, the daily sacrifice that had been brought for hundreds of years in the Beis Hamikdash, ceased. The Bittol Karban Tamid, a very significant event in the slow but eventual destruction of the Beis Hamikdash. It was on this day that the walls of Yerushalayim were breached by Bavel as they made their way to the Beis Hamikdash, which was ultimately destroyed on the day of Tisha B'Av. It was on this day that the evil king Menashe placed a tselem, an idol, in the Heichal, in one of the holy sanctuaries of the Beis Hamikdash. And it was on this day that the Torah was burned publicly by Roman persecutors. Each and every one of these events can be, and perhaps should be, discussed separately. But certainly for a moment, the sum total of all of these tragic events occurring on one day certainly give us reason to pause and to commemorate through a public fast day through Atanas Tzibor. Now, although this is a public fast day and it is one which is observed by Jews all over the world, the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah tells us that other than Tisha B'Av, technically speaking, the fast days that have been instituted to commemorate the Churban Beis HaMikdash are optional. What does it mean, optional? So without reading the entire Gemara inside, the Gemara in an attempt to resolve what appears to be a contradiction between two different psukim, the Gemara tells us, Bizman sheyesh shalom, at times of peace, Yiyu l'sasan l'simcha. The fast days, again, that have been instituted as a commemoration of the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash, Shavah Sabatamuz, Asar B'Teveh, Som Gedaliah, these will be days of sasan v'simcha. Yesh shmad, at a time of persecution, tzom. These are days of fasting. And then the Gemara says, Ein shmad ve'ein shalom. At a time when there is no intense persecution against the Jewish people, but yet there is not yet the complete restoration of peace, Ratzu Misanin, Ratsu ain misanin. Literally, if they want, they fast, and if they want, they don't fast. It is technically speaking what we would call optional. The Gemara goes on to say that this is true regarding all of the fast days with the exception of Tishabav. Tishabav is a fast day that is required under all circumstances, because of the extraordinary nature of suffering which is associated with the day of Tishabav, and because of the intensity of the tragedies which occurred on that day, specifically the destruction of both Batei Mikdash. So this is something which is not... So first of all, before commenting further on this Gemara, I would like to point out that although the Gemara says, Ratsu Masanin, Ratsu En Masanin, which sounds like it is optional to each and every individual, 
That is, in fact, not the case. That we, as a community, have accepted upon ourselves, and this is for many, many centuries now, to observe this fast. And so, therefore, even individuals who, for some reason or another, do not want to fast, they are required to do so, and failure to do so would constitute an act of being poresh menatzibor, to separate from the rest of the congregation. But technically speaking, the Gemara says that it is optional on a tzibor level to decide whether to fast on these days. But the question is why? Does that make any sense? If in fact these tragedies of the past were significant enough to institute days of mourning, so why should that change just because the current state of affairs change? If it should just so happen that I find myself at a time in history in which there is shalom, why does that change the fact that on this day the luchos were broken? In no way whatsoever does that constitute a revision of history. It was on this day that the walls of Yerushalayim were breached. So the fact that we find ourselves in a state of shalom now, why should that matter? And Rav Salavechik Suhanovrach explained that to understand this, we have to appreciate the purpose of a Tanist. What is the purpose of a Tanist Tibor public fast day? We generally assume that the purpose of a fast is to commemorate events from the past. That something happened, we are still sad by it, and so therefore we demonstrate our sadness, we demonstrate our grief, the sense of ongoing loss and mourning by fasting. But he says that a tanis is primarily a response to a current tzara. When an individual or a community faces a threat or a calamity in the moment, so then there is a reason to fast. In fact, the Rambam, in his introduction to Hilchos Tanis, writes, Mitzvah sasei lizok Hashem b'chol The Rambam says that the concept of being zoic, of crying out to Hashem, and one of the ways we do so is by gathering together publicly and fasting, is when we find ourselves in an Esara Shalotavo Alatzibor. So the Rav explains that the purpose of Atanis is primarily preventative or reactive, not merely commemorative. There is a special bracha that we insert in our Shemona Esrei on Atanis. Uh, the Shliach Tzibor does it at Shachris. Everyone who's fasting does it at the time of Mincha. And in that bracha we say, Aneinu Hashem Aneinu, Kivetzara Gedola Anachnu. Hashem, answer our prayers because we find ourselves right now at a time of suffering. So it's very interesting. On this day, things happened in the past. And those things that happened in the past still matter to us today, but they matter primarily because of the continuation, the ongoing effects of those calamities from the past. And I want to read to you another passage from the Rambam because this is very relevant. And again, of course, this is praying on purpose. And this point in particular is especially relevant as we try to think about how to focus our prayers on this day. The Rambam writes in the very beginning of the fifth chapter of Hilchos Tanis, Yesh yomim Yisrael ibn Says the Rambam, there are certain days in which it has become customary for the Jewish people to fast because of things that have happened on this day. In order to awaken our hearts, and to open the pathways towards tshuva, towards repentance. Continues the Rambam, And this should be a way to remember, to recall, Not We're not talking merely about events in the past, about deeds that were committed in the past, of mistakes of our ancestors, and we continue to suffer from their errors. No! It should be a way to call attention to ma'aseinu hara'im. What are we doing wrong? Says the Rambam, the deeds of our ancestors that have preceded us 
are like our actions today. The Ramah again again repeats this idea, this theme, that we should never think that when we gather on these days and we fast, that we are merely commemorating events from the past. Rather, we are reflecting on our current situation, that what is happening right now in our current state of affairs, this is a perpetuation of these events from the past. There is a dual purpose and focus on every Tanis Tzibur. We are remembering events from the past, but we are also reflecting on our current reality. We are remembering events that occurred on this very day, but we remind ourselves that history repeats itself. We are taking note of the fact that our ancestors committed certain sins, and those sins had consequences, but we are honest enough with ourselves to recognize that we continue to perpetuate these sins. And so therefore, a tanis is a day of tshuva. It should not be lost on us that we say slichos on Shivas Batamas, as we do on other fast days. We do so because this is the day, much like we do during the month of Elul and during the Aserah Sameh Tshuva, these are days of tshuva. These are days of repentance. And so therefore, as we begin this period of three weeks, the period of Beinah Mitzarim, we should redouble our efforts and focus on the Koach HaTfila. We know that on Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur we say, Uchuva Utfila Utztaka Mavir We remind ourselves that when it comes to our desire to repair our relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Tfila is such an important component to that process. Tshuva and Tfila, Tfila and Tshuva, they are concepts which are very, very much interconnected one with the other. And so therefore, as we begin the period of Beit HaMetzarim, a term that perhaps we will talk about a little more in the coming days, but a time of year in which we find ourselves stuck. Beit HaMetzarim, a term which is based on a Pasuk, which is found in Megillus Eicha, Kol rodfeha hisiguha bein hametzarim. All those who pursued her, referring to the Jewish people and to Yerushalayim, bein hametzarim, which means in very narrow straits. And Rashi over there explains that means finding ourselves stuck. Yesh govalakan v'yesh govalakan. There is a barrier on one side and a barrier on the other side, and I feel like I cannot move. I feel like I am stuck. The way we react, the way we respond, the way we experience moments like that is by connecting to HaKadosh Baruch Hu through tefillah. Tefillah is such a powerful tool, and it is, during this time of year, essential that we use this period as a time to connect more meaningfully with HaKadosh Baruch Hu through the Koach HaTefillah, through the power of prayer. May we all be zocheh as we begin this period of Bein HaMetzarim, to use this time to properly mourn and reflect upon the events of the past, but just as importantly, think about how our current circumstances, how the way we live our lives today, continue to reflect and to a certain extent perpetuate these events from the past. And Be'ezrus Hashem, we should be zocher to take these ideas to heart, to continue to grow and to connect more meaningfully with HaKadosh Baruch Hu through the power of prayer. Thank you so much. Wishing each and every one of you a meaningful fest. <laughs> 